Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Vlad, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. peace and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Wake up. It's a good thing to say at an 830 service. That's why first congregation I had a lot of dairy farmers in the congregation and that would be a really good thing to say at that early service sometimes. The dairy farmers would be nodding off right away. They're even up for multiple hours milking cows. Wake up. We've all heard it many times in our lives. Sometimes it's a welcome message. Sometimes it's like cold water to the face. Almost always, though, if the words are spoken, it's because we need to hear them. We're either literally asleep, like those dairy farmers in my congregation, or we're figuratively asleep at the wheel of our lives. And we need to Wake up before we drive off a literal or a figurative cliff. This is our focus for this Advent season as we journey under the banner of Advent Awakening. It began last week with Pastor Lorne and giving us this general call to awaken, to think about what this means to be more alert in our lives and in this world. And now these next three weeks will focus on why we need to awaken, more specifically We think about what it is that God is calling us to do once we realize that we have been asleep. And the second week is a critical step as we are called to repentance. Because repentance literally means to turn and go in a different way. And we often think about it in terms of Lenten disciplines and the kind of way to turning to do something in a more sacrificial way for the sake of spiritual disciplines. But often to repent is simply about self or communal preservation. Again, wake up. You are about to go off of a cliff. You probably ought to turn and go in a different direction. This is often how we think about things like climate change these days. We get wake-up calls like terrible, more extreme weather that we're called to collectively turn and go in a different direction towards curbing our increase in global temperatures to save our planet. And throughout Scripture, this is the role of the prophets. Time after time, the prophets are standing on the edges of society saying, Hey, you, wake up! Cliff approaching, you really ought to turn that bus in a different direction. And this is what we see happening in Isaiah and with John the Baptist this morning. As I was unpacking this passage from Isaiah for today, I was doing some reading and came across a very familiar author's name in one commentary. Corey Driver recently returned from Cairo, Egypt, where he was an ELCA missionary that Prince of Peace helped to sponsor. And when I read his words on this passage from Isaiah, I asked if he would share some comments via video about his perspective on this passage. So here is Corey. Hi there, my name is Corey Driver. 
I am a pastor of the ELCA and assistant to the bishop in Indiana, Kentucky Synod, uh, and until very recently, a ELCA global mission uh, missionary in Cairo, uh, teaching at the Evangelical Theological Seminary in Cairo, Egypt. Um, first, let me say thank you for your support uh, of me and my family. You have allowed us to go overseas and teach, bring a little Lutheran perspective, um, and support the church in Egypt, a thriving institution, um, but to help train up uh, and form the next generation of leaders. Uh, so I'm very grateful uh, to you all at Prince of Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, Pastor Jonathan invited me to say a couple words uh, about the text uh, for this Sunday out of Isaiah 11. Um, this is a favorite. It's a beautiful passage about uh, children putting their arms in snake holes. Uh, but more than that, animals getting along in peace, world peace. Uh, a shoot grows up from the stump of Jesse. Uh, and this is a beautiful picture of maybe the end times, maybe something else, but this worldwide harmony where even natural enemies lay together in peace. What's going on though? Uh, when we look at uh, Isaiah 11, we should also look at Isaiah 10, uh, as various folks remind us. So what's going on in Isaiah 10? Nothing good. Uh, the people have rebelled and are practicing the twin sins of injustice and idolatry. Uh, Isaiah 10 opens up, Woe to those who enact unjust statutes and to those who constantly record harmful decisions so as to deprive the needy of justice and rob the poor among my people of their rights so that widows may be their spoil and that they may plunder the orphans. This is a horrible situation. Bad governance is leading to the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer and abuse and injustice. And indeed, it goes on. Uh, Isaiah 10, 6, uh, God calls God's own people a godless people. These are folks who are practicing injustice and folks who are practicing idolatry. And God will bring the Assyrians against the northern kingdom of Israel and even the southern kingdom of Judah. Jerusalem will be spared, but barely. Uh, it is a time of punishment for injustice. So that's the beginning of Isaiah 10. And the beginning of Isaiah 11 presents a much rosier picture. What is going on between the two? but a call to repentance, a call to be a people who repent, who take seriously God's command to enact justice, who take seriously God's call to fidelity and people reorient their lives such that the time of peace and harmony is welcomed by a people who have repented. So there it begins in the prophecy of Isaiah. This vision of a God that burns with love and compassion for those that are most vulnerable in this world. 
and a God that yearns for a people that will catch a vision of what a justice-filled world can look like with peace and provision for all. That is God's intent for the people of Israel. They are to be a light to the nations of what it looks like for a society to care for all the people in a land of peace. So when they lose sight of this vision, the wake-up call comes. Repent. Turn and go in a different direction to avoid the cliff that is approaching. And what we get then in the biblical witness moving forward is this slalom course of a journey with the people veering from one guardrail to the other, never able to stay within the lanes with fickle leaders happy to try to create their own roads of justice all the way to the time of John the Baptist. As the people continue to wonder when this leader will arise that they hear about in the prophecy, and John now comes to say, the leader has arrived. The Messiah is coming, the one who will lead the way. And where once they went looking for a way on their own in the wilderness, trying to discern this path, now Jesus comes to be the way. Jesus the Messiah will be the path himself. Follow Jesus and he will demonstrate the way of justice and compassion for all people. And the people will be a light when they are connected to the light that is Jesus. So repentance now with John becomes about turning towards the way of Jesus, who will show us the way But this overall call remains the same. We as a body of Christ are to be a light to the nations, demonstrating what it looks like to live and to have compassion for all people as we live and love like Jesus. So the wake-up call comes again and again to a people that are prone to self-preoccupation. It's not usually intentional or even necessarily malicious. It's simply human nature. We get caught up in our own needs and desires and routines. We often talk about the challenge of the suburban bubble in which we live. It's so easy to not even see the needs of those around us. So the wake-up call comes. Repent. Turn back in the direction of justice for all. See the needs of your neighbors around you and your brothers and your sisters around the globe. Wake up and be a light to the nations. Show the power of love and compassion at work in our lives and in the world. Be the light of Christ in the midst of the darkness. Rouse from your sleep to embrace once again your mission and your purpose. So an advent here at Prince of Peace, in the midst of this season of conspicuous consumption all around us, when it's so easy to get caught up in just caring for ourselves, we're called to wake up to the needs of our neighbors down the street. And you've done so once again as we support the life-giving shop and holiday baskets. And we are waking up to recognize the needs of our brothers and sisters in Ukraine as we welcome the Botarenko family from Ukraine. Thanks be to God for our whole team that's been working to welcome them as they come to us this week. 
especially for Bill and Ann Wentz and their leadership for this group. What a gift it will be to welcome this family to worship this morning at our 1030 service. Their presence and their stories over the coming months will undoubtedly provide multiple wake-up calls about the challenges of a lack of justice and peace in their country right now. In this Advent, we're also waking up to the challenges of our brothers and sisters living in Palestine. Our Christian brothers and sisters live in very challenging circumstances there. Limited rights, limited accesses to resources, all exacerbated by the COVID epidemic, which decimated their vital tourist industry for the last couple of years. The Lutheran Church has two particularly important ministries in the heart of the West Bank. Augusta Victoria Hospital, which was the recipient of our first resurrection project here at Prince of Peace, and the Lutheran School of Betzahur, which is our focus now. I was captivated by the life and vitality of the school the first time we visited, and I'm looking forward to going back again. They continually provide hope and healing, bringing Muslim and Christian kids together in an environment that builds them up into one and inspires them to make a difference as leaders and artisans for their community. Our goal is to raise as much as we can towards their $7,000 they need to purchase some new equipment for their vocational school, and we'll share these funds in advance of our visit with them in February. I trust that you'll join me in being generous towards these projects as you are every Advent, when we are awakened to the needs of others around us. This is an essential part of our Advent awakening. We're given the gift of the season to turn again in a different direction, to respond to the needs of those around us, and to shine as light for others so that they might see the power of Christ's love and justice as it's shared among us now. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.